The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Well, it is day 17 of Summer in the Psalms. We're tackling Psalm 52 through 56 right here on Amen, Brother Ben. Hey, we really appreciate you. Appreciate you. I say that a lot. My friend's got a shirt that just says, appreciate you. I need to get me one of those. Because I do appreciate you listening. I appreciate you following along with us. I hope that the word of God and specifically Psalms is continuing to mold you to make your emotional reactions biblical. Because those two things don't always, right? Our emotions don't always get it right. Our emotions can be deceiving. Uh, but we don't need to hide from them too. It's a, it's an aspect of the Christian life that uh, you can, uh, I don't know, let let it be reformed into something that glorifies God. And so that's what we're hoping to do throughout this. And so you've got uh, Psalm 52 through 56 today if you're following along with our reading plan. And if you're not, that's okay. I still want you to listen because there's some, some good nuggets in here. And by the way, even if you just pick up and read every once in a while and read the Psalms that we 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 hit on a particular day i think it'll still be beneficial to you i think you'll be able to still get something really good out of it so i wanted to today instead of focusing on just one because i was looking at these psalms i was like there's a lot in in all of these that we could talk about so i want to kind of give you a little recap um of what's going on here uh with with each one of these psalms and so i want to start back let me go backwards a little bit on my browser here too psalm 52 now again these are not all psalms of david but some of them are so these these psalms that we're reading today quite a few of these are uh from david once again and uh and he starts in in 52 kind of calling out his enemies again this is a i don't want this to get it, it feels a little redundant if you're not really continuing to mine for the differences and um and if you expect to get something totally new every time you read a psalm um but i don't know if you've noticed this another rabbit trail here but in in real life things tend to repeat you say the same phrases you have the same reactions sometimes that's why i get, I get deja vu i feel like at least once a week because there's something that has come back around and it triggers something in your mind and it just you end up praying some of the same prayers and having some of the same conversations, it seems like. And so that's what we, we kind of see here in the Psalms. Uh, Psalm 52 is calling out uh, David's enemies, but he's still trusting in the Lord. And um, he makes a reference to, he talks all about all the bad people, right? He's, he's kind of, by the way, there's nothing wrong with stating facts and getting some things off your chest, especially if you want to, that is a good thing about journaling, is instead of like blowing somebody up on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you're on, uh, and and roasting them in front of other people and for the world to see, sometimes it's good to blow off a little steam by journaling this. Like it's kind of therapeutic. Sometimes I'll type out a response to someone like, I if I could really just say exactly what I wanted to say, I'll type it out and then I'll look at it and I'll be like, Lord, do I really need, do I re is this really what you want me to put? Because this is what I feel. Sometimes I send it, sometimes I don't. You know, sometimes I'm just 
typing it out for it's a cathartic experience there. And so journaling in, in one particular way or another, I'm not saying you have to have a, a heart-shaped locket on a little pink uh, notebook and you get to talk about all the, the crushes that you have. I'm talking about journaling what you're going through spiritually, right? And and talking about what um, what you want to say that maybe sometimes is better left just ex- expressing to God. And that's sort of what Psalm 52 is doing. It goes on and on about, about David's enemies. But then he says he compares himself to an olive tree that is sort of standing firm. It says, hold on, I lost, keep losing my place here. It says, but I'm like an olive tree thriving in the house of God. I'll always trust in God's unfailing love. He makes this, and you're like, what's the, an olive tree? It's a very specific, um, you know, picture he's painting there. It is because one of the cool things about that is there's, there's some underlying uh, truth to that. You know, an olive tree, olives are really important, especially to the Jewish people, um, because they made olive oil, right? They used olive oil in all sorts of different things, and they it had some healing kind of restorative properties. They anointed people when they said, I was anointed with oil. It was olive oil that they would often anoint or put on somebody's forehead or, or a wound or something and praying over it. Um, to ask for healing and when praying for, for God or praying to God. Uh, so he's saying like, not only am I strong and I'm producing good fruit, I'm producing fruit that heals other people as well. I don't know if he meant to say that. Okay. Maybe I'm, I'm digging a little too much to the exegesis there, uh, which just means I'm taking what's already there and unpacking it. But I kind of see that as a second, possible meaning there. Now, Psalm 53, when you get into reading that, it's kind of a real downer, right? It, it kind of is, you know, if you, if I wanted to sum up Psalm 53, it's we all suck, right? Uh, but it it is one of those Psalms that's messianic because it, it's, it lays out the case for Jesus. It ends by saying, who is going to ascend from God's mountain and save us? Who's going to, who is God going, how, how and when, and who is God going to use to restore us? And, and we know that answer was Jesus, right? But they didn't know that at the time. And they were looking forward to that. Uh, Psalm 54, again, more issues, more enemies. A lot of these Psalms were written as David spent time on the run. Uh, in verse five, it, it, it gives a good prayer of Psalm 54 that I think you could use against others, uh, which actually the next two Psalms, 54 and 55, provide uh, some good little prayers that you can pray um, to God against your enemies. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I don't know if he's talking about an end to his enemies or the plans, but you take with that what you will. Uh, but that's a good prayer. Right, because by the way, if their plan isn't evil, then God's not going to put it into it, and you're fine. Right? He's still in control, but He does respond to our prayers. Uh, Psalm fifty-five, verse nine says, "Confuse them, Lord; frustrate their plans, for I see violence and conflict in the city." Um, so, if you ever wanted to pray Scripture, I love any chance I can get to pray God's Word back to God. You can use those verses like that. Uh, but Psalm fifty-five is a little bit longer. It talks about uh, not only having enemies, but being betrayed by his own friends, which maybe some of you can relate to that. Uh, but again, he brings it back around. He says, but he says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Now, 
Again, that can be uh, a little confusing and a little gray there because there are bad things that happen to good people. You have to take the verses like Jesus in Matthew 5 where he says, God calls causes it to rain on the just and the unjust. He shines sun on the wicked and the godly. Um, but Psalm 55 is still true, right? That uh, when you give your burdens to God, he'll take care of you. And, and while it may seem like you've slipped and fallen, God can give you what I call it a permeating peace, right? A peace that permeates everything you do. And when you're when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, as Psalm 23 said, you can still have peace. And while you may not have things exactly the way you want it, you will not fall off the path towards God. Um, but then he, and of course he ends, uh, we end our reading with Psalm 56 today. Again, more enemies, more issues. Um, and in verse five, he talks about exactly what they're doing. He says, they're always twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting harm against me. But again, by the way, can you relate to that? I mean, there's other people that take your words out of context. Probably so. Um, but he also says in verse 13, so now I walk in your presence, O God, in your life giving light. He brings it all back to, hey, look, I've got all these issues, but I'm trusting in God. I'm I'm doing what I know I need to do, and I'm staying in his presence. And I know that sounds a lot like some of the other Psalms and some of these other podcasts, but I cannot preach to you enough how important it is for us to follow that guide. That Because there, that we are in a broken world, things do suck, but we have something better. We have something more that we can put our hope in. And, and even in those difficult situations, you can be as solid as an olive tree. You can... You can produce good fruit that that heals and, and helps uh, and flavors other people's lives. Um, and even when your best friends betray you, even when all your enemies are, are all around you, like David was experiencing, we can give our burdens to God so that we're not drugged down by them. Yes, will we have to go through those valleys? Absolutely. But God is with us, carrying those burdens for us so that we can still have permeating peace in our lives. That's Amen, Brother Ben, for today. That's Psalm 52 through 56. Go back and read those in more detail. Journal your thoughts. Tell God what you think. We'll be back for more on the next episode.